Welcome to Flow State Business. Welcome back to a new episode. I'm having a little giggle to myself because you guys know, did I tell you this? I was in an article inside of the Daily Mail and it was all about how to manifest more money in 2023. And I might link it below because I don't know if I told you guys on the podcast or on YouTube. And if you watched my vlogs, you would have seen me just like totally gobsmacked that I made it into this article on New Year's Eve. It came out and it was actually really, really cool to be in an article that I really want to be known, this thing that I really want to be known for and all of that. I know a lot of people say don't read the comments, but sometimes you can't help yourself, right? And I went in, I read this comment saying, it's easy for you to say all of this, A, because you look the way that you look. So basically implying that I can manifest more money because I'm pretty and thank you. Thank you. That that was meant to be like a shade, uh, you know, throwing some shade. I still receive that. (laughs) And secondly, it's all well and good for you single people with no children to talk about this stuff. Okay, so if you're new to me, I am married. I have two beautiful boys. I do a lot in life and business. And maybe some of you need to hear this. You can do a lot in life and business as a working mom, a badass CEO, and someone who just chooses to live a life outside of the box. And this is sort of the theme of today's episode and picking up around this idea of making a million dollars effortlessly and in flow. I know I've been saying this a lot. I'm going to keep saying it all year. You can make so much money in so much flow. Just stop with the freaking hustle already. Stop with trying to make things so much harder for yourself and listen to what I have to say, because this is gold. If you pick up from this episode and previous episodes on how to actually follow the flow of what feels good and doing this in a way, this new generation way, this spiritually led, energetic led work, you will live a longer, happier life as an entrepreneur rather than going gray, feeling all drained, not getting enough sleep, feeling immense amounts of stress. That's really not what it's meant to be about. You're meant to have a lot of fun building your purpose work in this world, okay? Last episode, I talked about how I hired this coach. I got to work. I was building all the things. I was making shit happen. I cut out 50% of my revenue because that part of my business didn't feel great. And I was now at this point where I had, let's say, 50% of energy to rearrange to create more of what I wanted in my life. And I definitely got to work. I got to work with a child at the time who was under 18 months old and my stepson who we looked after every single weekend who'd come and stay with us and I just love him so much. So busy mum. I just wanted to reiterate that. And in 2019, I tell you what, like I launched a lot. I had a lot of stuff to put out there in the world. I was in this chapter and in this phase where I'm just like, go, 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 go. So basically every single month I had a new program on offer. 
that was paid, a new freebie that was free, lots of social media content. I was just out, 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 like a ton of output on a range of different topics, a whole bunch of different course setups. Some were two weeks, some were four weeks, some were six months. And it was so much fun. I talked all about personal branding, sales, the basics of business, side hustling, LinkedIn strategy, starting up a social media account, how to become known as a speaker, how to call in corporate contracts, manifestation, basically everything that I had personally experienced in that first couple of hundred thousand dollars in my business. And this is one thing that I was really well known for and what I continue to be really well known for. I base a lot of my teachings, my coachings, my mentoring sessions on what I've personally experienced. Anything outside of that realm, I don't pretend to know anything more. So this is something that if you're not comfortable with calling yourself a coach, mentor, or teacher, try this on for size where you are basically teaching how you did something because in that you are solving a problem for somebody. And it it really helped me kind of snap out of this like, oh, I'm an imposter and who am I to teach on this? When I was literally looking at myself in the mirror going, Rubes, you literally made $100,000 in 100 days. You can show people how you did that. And it's not to say that that's the only way to make 100 grand, of course not, but it gives someone the spark and the inspiration that actually fires up their own pathway to do the thing rather than sitting there and just learning the theory and not ever doing the thing. So I had a lot of like onlookers saying to me, but how do you do so much? And even some people to this day will be like, I really love and appreciate your work, but I know that I am probably not a match to work with you because you do so much and I don't want to do that much, or you're a manifesting generator and I'm a projector. You know, you've got that sort of energy and I don't have this kind of energy. But I want to say this I just saw it as an opportunity to really blaze my own path. And I wanted to experiment and I wanted to play. This is important. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to have this like really jovial, childlike kind of energy around the business. So as a result, it never felt like hustling again. It never felt like I've got to make this work and this has to be the one thing that makes me really famous in the industry or this has to be the one course that makes me a hundred grand. It was so lighthearted that I was just almost just bouncing around from one launch to another And it made me want to do more of it. It was a really great way to also test what I wanted to teach on. And it was an awesome way to test what the market, what you guys wanted from me. So even though let's say some things went really well. So at the time, lots of people really wanted to learn how to grow a personal brand and how to start side hustling. And a lot of stuff that I talked about with the LinkedIn side of things was going wild. And then on the other side of things, not too many people really wanted to know like the tech and the operations from me, which thank God, thank you, you guys. Thank you, overall market voice, because I definitely didn't want to go down the track of like how to set up a funnel, how to write an awesome email for your email list and all of that. Like if I teach that inside of my masterminds, it's very loose. Like, to be honest, it's just like, I want to show you what I did. And I just like screenshot everything. Like if you're inside of Amplify, you'll just get screenshots of my emails and the actual like funnel setup process. And then, you know, for the more in-depth training conversations, I always pull Mike into the conversation because I just hate teaching on that stuff. 
And I worked that out really early on and it was awesome. Like I really claimed that I'm not a technical coach. I am an energetic, big picture, strategic, let's think about your big audacious dreams and let's go there and execute on that type of mentor. And I continue to be in that style. So, you know, I was awesome. So following this flow, a lot of people told me in the early days that LinkedIn was what they wanted to learn from me, which was great. I loved it because, you know, I'd been on the platform for almost 10 years at that point, having been a recruiter and that was at my main platform. And then I grew my business and my personal brand on the platform. So it was green light all the way. I started off with a masterclass, how to grow your personal brand on LinkedIn. And I had 77 people join that. It was a $77 masterclass and it was just all the angel numbers, so much confirmation. And then from there, people were saying, is there more? We want to learn from Ruby Lee, how to do LinkedIn in a really authentic way. Around this time, Entrepreneur Magazine also picked up that I was one of the leaders on LinkedIn and they wrote an entire article about me. It was so cool, like new generation LinkedIn content creator. Ruby Lee leads the way for millennials and Gen Zs to grow a business and a personal brand. And then after that, Forbes picked up that article and they ran with that too. So I was really, really known as the LinkedIn queen. And it was just fucking awesome, to be honest. Like I just had the best fun. My groups filled up. I created this course, co-created this course with everybody. So it wasn't like I did pre-recorded modules or anything like that. Once again, because I tested that, that didn't feel good to me. I wanted to deliver these courses live and record them live. And that course ended up grossing in total $120,000 throughout the lifetime of the course, which was roughly about 18 months. I got to the end of 18 months and what happened was I really thought that I was like almost, I don't know, kind of reaching the end of the joy of teaching LinkedIn, like same questions over and over again. And I was getting really bored with the platform and it just wasn't doing it for me creatively anymore. So I hired an ads agency. They came in and they promised that they would give me a whole bunch of leads. And in order to get these leads converted, the goal and the strategy was to have a weekly webinar. So this is where I go into also the lessons that I learned around growing and scaling this business. Don't do things, even if they're experts in the industry, that you just don't feel good about. And it's a very fine line between what stretches you to your edge and what could actually be the key to doing more of what you want and having this incredible like new income source versus just you knowing it's either not your skill set, not the energy that you want to have put out there. And for me doing weekly live webinars every Sunday, I just thought, you know, I'm going to give it a go. And if I don't like it, I'm not going to continue. I committed to 12 webinars every week for 12 weeks. And you know what? Oh, just even talking about it, can you tell? It sucked the life out of me. The leads for the course itself actually did do quite well. We broke even having, you know, invested in this Facebook ads agency. We didn't make a profit, but we broke even. So it wasn't like a heavy lesson in terms of you wasted this money or you wasted this time and energy, but it actually did break my spirit a bit. Like I was like, like, is this the way to scale a business? This was like the classic online coach model in 2019 where you had to have this webinar thing anyway. And I realized that the whole energetics behind LinkedIn was already starting to close off. 
And I thought this Facebook ad strategy was kind of like the last straw that I would reach for. My energy plateaued, so did the leads for LinkedIn Brand Boss. And eventually I decided that it was time to close off the course. It wasn't for me. And you know what? It was so funny because I had this chat with Michael and he was like, are you kidding me? I've just set up the funnels for it. We've just set up a not a profitable um, LinkedIn strategy by any means, but one that broke even. But we had this sit down and, and I love him so much because he understands the world of energetics in many ways deeper than I do. And he's like, babe, if you don't want to do this, we can't keep going. Let's just find something else. We're going to do something even greater. And so became this like began this sort of rearranging of energy again. So this is when I realized this importance of how you follow the magic of flow. And when you start to see this idea of follow the flow of what feels good versus following the flow of what you need to do, and this is sort of like the theory behind it, like the lower the effort, the more flow I experienced. So I'm going to say that again. The lower the effort that it took for me to do something, the more flow that I experienced. And this is essentially kind of like what Gay Hendricks talks about in his book, you know, Zone of Genius, when you're in that zone of just complete and utter knowing that this is what you're good at, a lot of people might turn to you and say like, how did you do that so quickly? How did you, you know, turn that around so fast? Or wait, 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 can you just like explain that a little bit more? Least effort, more flow. Just remember that as much as you can. All right. And around this time, I realized, okay, if I'm going to unlock this conversation and go down this pathway of what feels like a lot of effort, not just in my business, but in my life. Oh my God, this opened up Pandora's box of where my cognitive load was really sitting. Cognitive load, meaning all the decisions that you're making per day, crazy data and crazy stats up to like 77,000 decisions that we make a day what food to eat, what to wear, who to call, what time we need to get somewhere. If you have kids or many kids, all of their schedules, it just is, you know, in the business as well, it just is so, so crazy when you actually start to quantify how many decisions that our brain, our processor is making per day. And it's no wonder you kind of hit this real fatigue wall where you either fatigue of making clear decisions or you fatigue of having a creative flow in your life. And I realized I really was spreading myself so thin. I had so many responsibilities outside of the business, so many activities that I was doing as well. So on top of everything that I was doing with LinkedIn webinars, as one example that was continuing to drain my energy, I also took on more individual clients. This was definitely by far the era in my business where I had zero boundaries with my time and I had just completely shot past what felt good in terms of what I was giving out versus what I was giving to me. So much so, you know, you get to a point where you don't even realize that you're doing it and how low on energy you are until you burn out. So for example, at one stage, I was charging $5,000 for three months of private coaching with me, weekly coaching calls, unlimited boxes, and I honestly had so many clients coming through. Like if I were to look at my client schedule back then, I had seven clients per day, four days a week. So, you know, it was 20, no, it was 
28 calls. Like it was just so crazy. Like, and that was 28 hours a week alone, just on giving out my time as a coach that it left hardly any time for clarity, focus, productivity, creativity, giving back to my kids, all of my best energy was spent outward giving. And, you know, I had literally cornered myself once again into a frame of zero time freedom. You know, remind yourself, this is where we're just going to pause for a second. I want to just share this because it's so important, no matter where you are in your business, to keep coming back to the vision and keep coming back to the dream. And your vision and your dream changes often. So just because you did the visionary exercise in December 2022 of how this next year is going to look, and it could be you're listening to this in February or in March, that can shift so massively. Like my own strategy that I did back in September when I was still on the Gold Coast, I could basically like bin that. I did a whole strategy day with my husband and my assistant. And just looking at that now, it's kind of, we we laughed at it the other day when we looked at it because- It's like, don't want to do that anymore. Don't want to do that anymore. So your vision shifts and your vision changes. Just be aware of that because this is how, once again, if you're not following the flow of alignment, because you don't know what alignment is and you haven't defined that for a little while, then once again, come back to it because you'll notice just how much you are going to love noticing that much more because it keeps you on the straight and narrow on the pathway that keeps you really focused and out of the comparisonitis cycle because you are just doing you. So this person, this person that I had become where I was just like coaching all day long, I also had all of this other stuff. So let's talk about the other stuff. I was the coach, the content creator, the salesperson, business development. I was answering a lot of client queries because boundaries wise, my inbox for Instagram, my Instagram DMs would become a place where people would message me about, you know, password logins and stuff. I don't know if that just sounds ridiculous to you, but this was really where I was at. And I would answer them and I didn't know how to say, can you please email my team? And can you please reach out to, you know, my support inbox? I had an assistant. I had Michael who was running ops. Like they were really happy to field those questions, but instead I just took it on And so my inbox became this like general inquiries, like, oh, it was, please don't do that. I did that. It starts off with one and then it becomes two, three, four, five. And before you know it, you're just fielding these questions. And nowadays I'm really good at that. So if any one of you has said, I can't log in, I'll be like, great. Can you email my team support? Because I just don't want to have to log in and deal with all of that. I was attending to a lot of things like setting up my calendar, my Zoom links, doing a lot of administration, like organizing my Canva folders, my Google folders, you get the drift. It was just an absolute mess. I was spending my Saturday nights doing this. I was podcast editing. Thank God I don't have to do any podcast editing now. (laughs) Thanks to my team at Bambi Media. Truthfully, it was just, I wasn't that good at it either. So, you know, find places where you can start to really eliminate and outsource. It comes back to that whole thing where you can really, really start to optimize your performance and your time because you're noticing where you're spreading yourself so thin. So with all that being said, I actually did a little bit of an exercise and you might want to do this too. I put down everything that I did outside of the business that didn't feel good to me, outside and inside of the business, I should say. So everything that I've just named, And it came to about 20 hours of tasks that I just didn't want to do. This also, by the way, included 
shopping, cleaning, cooking, all of that. I, I put that all down. And I was like, wow, 20 hours a week, if I could release that somehow, if I could hire the help, if I could completely eliminate that altogether, like shopping, and I could just get the shopping sent to me with a meal plan company, it really helped me see my time so differently. And it helped me, et voila, scale to seven figures. Eventually, once I realized the allocation of my time, my energy, the decisions that I was making, write down a list of how you are spending your day. And if you don't know because you're just way too close and you're all up in your grill about it, then just take a daily journal and write this down. I actually think James Clear talked about this in his book as well. This is coming back to me about like how you start performing like the top 1% of the 1%. And if you don't have the financials to support, let's say like getting somebody to help you, just do it for the short term. You don't even need to think about like putting aside a huge budget for the year. Just do it for six weeks. And sometimes that just clears your decision-making just enough for you to feel on top of things again. And then what will happen is, FYI, after six weeks, you'll be like, you know, I can make this work. Funny how that happens. I can find ways to increase my income. Funny how that happens. And when you get used to this new way of living and this lifestyle, your energetics just starts to rearrange opportunities for you. So I'm going to leave the podcast episode right there. There's a lot to think about. Make the list. It will change your world. It will give you a ton of perspective. Come back to the vision. Come back to why you're doing this. Even if you just did it a couple of weeks ago, let's just do it again. It's really going to help you refocus your energy. And especially as you're listening to this series and you're feeling super inspired by making this year that year where you're going to flow into seven figures and you want to do this with me, then this is the clear advice that I have for you. And for anybody who wants to work with me, this is literally one of the first things that I will get you to do. And if you have already done this and and you're starting work with me, even better, we can collapse time and go straight into how we actually start to enhance and full time and create this amazing pathway for you to have that seven figures a lot faster and a lot more clearer, right? Okay. So with that being said, I'm going to go out. It's super windy today, but I'm going to go and find myself some empanadas. I am getting obsessed. They're like chicken or beef or vegetarian, but it kind of reminds me of like the Malaysian curry puffs. (laughs) There's something about it where I'm like, oh, it's like kind of my heritage type of food, but it's not. It's actually like I dare say even better. Anyway, I hope you got a ton from this. If you're watching on YouTube, I would love it if you'd like and subscribe. Leave a comment below with what were the biggest takeaways for you. If you have questions, I'm really, really happy to answer them over on YouTube. Come over to my channel, you guys. If you're listening to this on audio, you can just find me at Ruby Lee. And if you're listening to the podcast, I would love it if you would take a screenshot, share it, tag me and let me know also what you got from this episode. Until next time, I'll catch you then and have the best week in flow. Bye, everyone.